You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, I guess, <laughs> to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. It is, it is Tuesday, excuse me, November 13th. Matt Hayes, Brandy Beam, 97.1 The Fan. And if you don't know by now, when you hear the Deuces music, <laughs> it's usually not good. No. So Beam and I, you know, we're here prepping away his show, my show for today. And, uh, you know, Beam walks up to me about an hour ago and says, Matt, have you seen this new uh, Game of Thrones trailer? No, of course. Love it. Boom. Coming out in April 2019 in a great mood. Both of us tweeted out how excited we yep. are about it. Nice little video montage HBO put out about some of the, um, you know, bigger scenes throughout the show's history. So we're feeling good about that. Of course feeling we great. are, man. I got the Masters in the first weekend of April, and then I get Thrones maybe on that same weekend or later on that month as soon as college basketball season is over. Yeah, I'm feeling fantastic this morning. Right. Feeling great. Feeling great. No less than five minutes later, I see on Twitter huge paragraph tweets from Paris Campbell, Austin Mack, Johnny Dixon. And then on top of that, guess who's commenting on them? Former wide receiver coach Zach Smith. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you and I look into what the hell's going on, and we see another story from Be- Brett McMurphy from Stadium, claiming that former Buckeye wide receiver Trayvon Grimes was involved in an altercation with Zach Smith, and there was an N-bomb dropped. Yep. So, the responses from Austin Mack, Paris Campbell, Johnny Dixon, Mm -hmm. here are the responses. This one's from Johnny Dixon. I witnessed the whole altercation, and this didn't happen. You think a group of African-American young men will sit there and let something like this happen? Say what you want, but this isn't true at all. Paris Campbell. There's no way that anyone would believe this. No way. All caps. This lie is just out of hand. I was present during the entire altercation, and what's said in that article never happened. All caps. I can guarantee it. Crazy how social media gives people platforms just to spread nonsense. Austin Mack. Wow, so you really think a room full of black athletes would still be a part of the university if racial slurs were used to degrade another black man? Every one of us whiteouts were right there and saw the whole thing. At Brett McMurphy, you continued to lie every day. One more here from Austin Mack. We all know why Trayvon left OSU, or that's what he, he made it seem like. In all honesty, OSU was probably just tough for the kid, but you saying he was called an N-word by a former OSU coach is a disgrace. You're not about to bring my university that I'm proud to be a part of. Hashtag lies, all caps. Mm. So let me speak from my perspective, since I am an African-American man myself. It's hard for me not to believe these guys right here from the tweets that we just um, read off. Because if I was one of these guys, the last thing I'm going to do is, one, defend a a guy that used a racial slur, if it did happen. Two, me personally, not speaking for those guys, I'm not going to come out and de- defend Zach Smith for, any- for anything from what we know about what's been transpiring from early, early fall um, up until now. It's just been such a crazy poop storm. Because <laughs> I, 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 I just don't even feel like cussing right now. Because I I, I, it's just been such a crazy poop storm with this team Hashtag this year. Hashtag poop storm. Um, 
Where are you at with this? Because it, it becomes a story that we have to talk about when you have current players mm-hmm. who are still having a chance to play for a Big Ten championship, possibly have a chance to get into the college football playoff, commenting on this and in some way defending Zach Smith in the university. I know Austin Max tabling it as defending the university, but he is backing Zach Smith in this uh, current situation. It's just crazy, Bing, where we're at with this situation. And I don't think it's going to die down anytime soon. So there is a complete, I mean, it's probably what, three pages? Sure. On Brett yeah. McMurphy's it's, put out. It's, it's on hefty. his Twitter handle yeah. if you guys want to go read that. But where are you right now with this? I mean, I, I'm with you in the fact that, you know, you have to believe, at least in my point, uh, you have to believe the likes of people who were actually in that room or on the field when this altercation happened. Uh, and, I, and I'm with you, Maddie, the fact that, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm not a black man myself, but, you know, with you speaking on the issue and then, you know, these guys coming out and speaking on it as well. Like, it would be hard for me to believe, you know, if that word was said uh, by Zach Smith to a, you know, to Trayvon Grimes, that there wouldn't be uh, a problem immediately. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I would just imagine that if those words were said, then there would be a problem immediately. So I'm in the camp that, you know, for 100%, I believe these players. I, do too. I believe these players that this never actually happened. Now, are there altercations in football practices and football games? And yeah, a- absolutely, the there time. are between coaches and coaches and yep. coaches and players and yep. players and players. It I happens. mean, there are, you know, it's such an emotional game where you are keyed up and you are just ready to go. All the time. You know, you talk about that testosterone in the locker room. We love those Ohio State hype videos with guys yelling at each other and hitting yeah. each other. And so for me, you know, to believe that an altercation happened, yeah, I, I'm sure it did. I, that, I'm 100% sure that there is something we that happened. We know it happened. Right. But for the fact, um, you know, for there to say that, you know, there was a, a racial slur involved and these guys, you know, wouldn't do anything about it. It's just I, that's total nonsense to me because if you know if I'm a teammate and listen if I'm on that team and I hear Zach Smith say something like that like even as a white guy like I'm stepping in and saying something man because that that's not the right thing to do no, in any scenario and so yeah you have to believe you know these players who are coming out and tweeting uh, everything about that you know backing Zach Zach Smith and listen I mean this is a guy in Zach Smith who, who spent a lot of time here at Ohio State. And you can talk everything that you want to uh, about him and his wife. And we know that story and what he did, mm-hmm. you know, is, is gross. What he did is gross. It's terrible. Uh, and so it's just you think about that. But these are players who spent a lot of time with him. And for something to come out totally separate of what happened this past summer with him and his ex-wife and the allegations that he had on this to yeah. be, you know, dragged through the mud even more. I feel like it's just, it, you just, it, it's unbelievable, man. Here we are in week 11 of the college football season. Ohio State's getting ready to play Maryland, and mm-hmm. now this is just coming out. You know, it's just, it's so strange to me the timing about it, but you're right. This, it's been a whole poop storm of a season. Just it's, everything from Zach Smith to Urban Meyer, you know, to Ryan Day, like all this losing stuff. Losing Bosa. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, just been, it's been, it's been nutty time, man. And so just, I, I just, I can't say it enough is that you have to believe the players. And, you know, if you come out, if you're Brett McMurphy and you write a story about this, like you better better be pretty damn sure that yeah. your sources are accurate. And obviously they weren't when they go along the lines of this never happened. Right. The slur never happened. Yeah. Get your story straight. Get your story straight. You had Elijah Goins, senior receiver yeah. last year, African-American receiver. Mm-hmm. He came out and fully acknowledged that there was an altercation, um, but he didn't hear that. So you've got a handful of guys or African-American who are wide receivers, if this was guys that are on the offensive line or tight ends or whatever the case was, then I could see how the story could get a little bit fishy. But you have guys that were right, right there, there when it happened yeah. saying that 
this is not a credible um this isn't credible what McMurphy's putting out there. So it's just really frustrating that you got a one loss team who's got a lot of things in front of them and they cannot for some reason this dark cloud that's been surrounding this program for the last what four months now. Yeah. Um it just it's not going away. And I don't think this is going to end anytime soon, whether it's now, whether it's at the end of the year, you're going to have the urban stuff looming. There's This is going to be a very, very interesting offseason for the Ohio State football program. And um, I think a lot of people will not be here next year, whether that's the head coach, coordinators, certain players leaving, Dwayne going to the – it's just I think when we get to the kickoff of next year, we'll look back at this time period from when the Zach Smith stuff started – until next year, it's just going to be an absolute madhouse. So, no, go read the article. Um, it's a lot in there. You've got former players. Joshua Perry came out on Twitter. He is discrediting uh, what McMurphy's saying. Not that he was there, but just saying yeah. from the perspective of how McMurphy just seems like he's so um, hungry to take down the program, take down Urban Meyer, whatever the case is, or if it's just Zach Smith, we can't dip into his mind. But you look at some of the stuff he put out you know, this summer, how he went and recanted some of the stuff that was in the Facebook article that he put together. No, but this is just absolute madness, and it's really disappointing that we're at this point. So, no, we would definitely keep you posted on all of this. Uh, we'll take a quick break here, come back, play some Urban, because he did step to the podium yesterday and talk about some football stuff. We'll get to that uh, next, but I want to let you know about Sling TV. You don't want to watch the games. You need to watch the games. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. $30 a month, you get ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, and more. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love, only better. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on. We'll be back in a second. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. It's just like it, it's affecting my mood. I know. Yeah, me too. It's just it is crazy to think about. Like I can't remember a time, you know, when Ohio State – was nine and one, or really any college football program that's nine and one? Like technically, you still have everything ahead of you. You could, you know, win the Big Ten East. You could go to the Big Ten championship game. Uh, you could play against Northwestern. If you win that, you're still very alive for a college football playoff, man. But this season has just been so weird. Like it, it, it really has. And you think about all the turmoil. And you know, we just had Austin Ward on from Letterman Road last week, uh, who was really talking about you know the urban situation and how his health factor is a real deal to him and how his head is hurting every single day and then you put the you know two and two together and it's like all right well is this guy going to be the coach next year for Ohio State then the Nick Bosa stuff and then earlier on in the season uh in the preseason with Zach Smith and Urban Meyer and Urban suspended Ryan Day comes in for three games man yeah. this is a 9 and 1 football team but i've it's like a ticking time bomb here that's exactly in how Columbus, it feels man yes, it's just it, it's really really wild there's so many moving pieces and moving parts that takes a football team to be you know, rock steady and rock solid through a year. And for the most part, on the football field, Ohio State has done that. And so I give a ton of credit to the players who you are in to. this locker room right now who even have this team at 9-1. and one. Look right. at the national landscape of this college football team right now. Everybody is talking at the beginning of the season about Urban's suspension. Now it's Urban's health. Is he going to be back? Right. It takes a strong locker room Man. to be able to deal with this kind of stuff and go out there on Saturdays and actually play football games. It's a great point, and you got to wonder if the guys that we just talked about who came out with the tweets that we've read – all those are veteran guys. Sure. Like, if you don't have those guys, maybe you don't have the type of season that you're having because, man, you don't know if a lot of young guys can handle this stuff. Of course. I mean, if it happens to any other unit on this team, I wonder how it would go. 
Honestly, I wonder yeah. how this season would have gone if it happened to any other unit on this team. Um, that's the one blessing, I guess, in all of this curse that we've been uh, dealing with throughout the season. So let's get to some football stuff. Here's Urban talking about the continued development of Dwayne. I think the key word is development. He's still, uh, this will be his 10th game or whatever, 11th game. Uh, also, the quality of defense, you know, we're facing what we saw Saturday was legit quality defense. And so I, I think his development has been very good to this point. We'd like to see him catch fire again. And it's not just, you know, once again, it's pressure on him. It's the receivers. We had, uh, you know, we, we catch it. You know, Johnny catches that ball, which he always does, coming across the middle. That's a 35 or more yard gain. We had another one, you know. It's just, it's, so I'm, I'm pleased with Dwayne. But it's uh, just like when he has a great day, usually he's upright, not getting hit. And, uh, the guys are making great catches for him. When you get accustomed to greatness in sports, Beam, and what we saw early in the year was greatness from Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. You have games like Nebraska. You have games like Michigan State. Um, it's going to feel like he didn't play great, but I'm glad Urban did bring that up because you did. You do lop on that extra 30, 40-yard catch from Johnny Dixon, who it was just a rare drop from him, mm -hmm. right? It was unfortunate sure. at the time. Um, and the stats look like a lot better. He has been the least of my worries every Mine single week. Mine too. He's going to have picks. All quarterbacks are going to throw bad picks. It happens in football. Um, but he is one guy that has been one of the more constants on this team, and they've absolutely needed him all year long. So, no, I have no worries about him. He'll be just fine moving forward. I cannot wait to see. Uh, this is a big two weeks for him, right? Because I think some people look at – the game last year when he came into Michigan and saying, you know, some people uh, think you, you you come into that game, you don't have to think too much. You just go out there and wreck. To me, I, I think that's BS. He had to come in and win the game. Yeah. Um, and then you look at this week, it's a homecoming game for him. So he's definitely going to want to play really well in front of friends and family this week out at Maryland. But no, all year long, man, this cat's been so consistent, so good. He's had his ups and downs, of course, but you're going to see that with a guy who's still fairly young in his career uh, being no worries about number seven at all for me. No, I'm not either. I think this has been the most constant guy throughout the entire year. Uh, you want to talk about him and you want to talk about Jordan Fuller, I think have really been the two safest bets uh, on both sides of this football. And a guy who has so many expectations coming in after a four-year starter in JT Barrett and that guy shattering every single record. You know his Ohio State lore is forever, uh, what that guy did for the program. And so following in that guy's footsteps, Matty, you know that's not an easy thing to do. Not at all. When you follow number 16 here, the most you know winningest quarterback in Ohio State history, uh, a guy who put up so many stats and it broke so many records across the national landscape, uh, whether it be NCAA football records, Big Ten records, right. Ohio State records, you're coming into the shadow, really, of a giant. And so for this guy to go out there uh, in his one year and who's going to shatter every single season, uh, single season record for Ohio State, you yeah, know, it's man. pretty strong. And so a guy like that who you can have on your team, is uh, it's definitely a positive. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, quarterback is a position where, you know, it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately society. Yep. Uh, but I think with Ohio State kind of getting the run game back on track, getting more than 100 yards against Michigan State – you know, he had a um, he had an okay game against Purdue. Sure, uh, should have been probably better. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, you know, you you look at that and you say, "Listen, man, it's a quarterback. As a quarterback, it's tough to be a hundred percent all the time." And then you look into everything uh, around Dwayne Haskins that isn't given. You look at, you know, is there going to be pressure in his face on this play? Uh, mm -hmm. Is the running game going to be get to going to get going? And so you look at all that and you say, 
all right, well, there's only so many things that Dwayne Haskins can control in a game. And did he have some bad passes against Michigan State? Sure. Right. You know, he did. He overthrew a couple receivers, mm-hmm. underthrew a couple receivers. There should have been balls that should have been intercepted. But, hey, Ohio State gets out of there with the win. So, you know, I think Dwayne Haskins, you know, people talk – we talked about it yesterday about Tate Martell getting into the game and maybe running the spread or the spread option offense. You know, that's one thing, and this is a guy who's been dealing with a lot, not only having to come in uh, with JT Barrett looking over his shoulder last year, uh, but, yeah, he comes in. I thought he's just done a magnificent job at quarterback. Yeah. So people who are talking there about how Dwayne Haskins needs to be benched and Tate Martell needs to get in, man, get, get out, out of here. Get, get out of here because Dwayne Haskins has been the most foolproof guy in this team this year. It drives me nuts because this is what all those fans that are saying that being were the same fans that were ready for Dwayne to come in last year. I know, I know. And now this guy has a couple hiccups and you, you want to pull him out of the game for an unknown in Tate Martell, sure. right? So here's the last one from Urban before Bean talks a little bit more about Sling TV. Here he is on those some how some Buckeye fans are disappointed uh, with a 9-1 record? I, first of all, it's the product of Ohio State. You know, it's a product of, you know, the top programs in America. You know, you go on the road and win by 20 points against a ranked team. Someone said it's our eighth ranked uh, win on the road. And what happened? You know, what's the problem? Why are you, you know, what about this? What about that? And you now I could stand up and say, what are you guys talking about? But I get it. I, I don't think we played great either at times. But then other times to finish the game we did, against that defense, no one's done that to them. No one has done against the team, but you know how much respect I have for that coach and that staff and everybody and that place. That was awful. I mean, that was a tough environment. It was so, yeah, I, and once again, I'm not saying, uh, I don't want to come across saying, well, we're 9-1. No, we're, we're not playing great at times. But then our defense came out there and played the way they did. Uh, and our special teams played the way they did. And it was a great team win. But all right, we're not, we're not where I would like us to be. All I know is Urban needs to look at somebody and say, "Turn your phone off." Turn your damn. What are phone we doing off. in Come here? Come on, I, this is my press conference. But no, I mean, look, we know this comes with the territory. You're part of the one percenters in college football, Clemson, Alabama. You, you know, fans are always going to be upset when you lose, and you don't look great every single week, and you don't beat everybody by forty. I get that, uh, but man, the one thing is that I have to keep reminding myself too is. As bad of a feel as this season has had around it on the field, off the field stuff, you have one loss. Yeah, one loss. I and I think that one loss is going to keep them out of the college football playoff like it did a year ago. But you have one loss. you got a chance to really do some good things. You have a chance to become a Big Ten champion. And that's nothing to uh, sneeze at. No, it's not. I always talk about on this show, Maddie, how you know this is such a pressure cooker of an environment and such a pressure cooker uh, of a market to play in and win in. Uh, you're Ohio State. You realize that. Every weekend you go up, go out, you strap on the scarlet and gray, man. You get that chin strap ready to go. You put that helmet on. You're not just representing yourself and your teammates. You know, you're know, you representing Buckeye Nation. And so right. you know, to sit here and say, like, you know that that some places would be having parades for nine and one. Yeah, that may be true, but you have to look at your expectations every single year. When Urban Meyer is the coach of this team, this is a guy who has three national championships, you mm-hmm. have different expectations every single year. You don't have the same expectations as a Michigan State, as an Iowa, as a Purdue. You right. don't have that. You don't have that here. Yep. You're Ohio State. Every single year, your expectation should be go out win the Big Ten Championship, and put another national title in that room. And I think any other expectations that you have, uh, then, you know, just frankly, you know, maybe you shouldn't be playing for this team. But, you know, it's just that's the realization of the situation that we're in is that everything is documented Mm -hmm. from this team and everything is hyper-aware and hypersensitive 
because you are playing for Ohio State. You're playing for one of the blue bloods of college football. No you are playing for one of the most historical programs of all time. And every single year, in every single game, you have a feverish fan base who wants you to go out there and not only win, but they want you to look good doing mm-hmm. it. And I think Ohio State has lacked that this year. And at the end of the day, you know, you're nine and one. It's still a good to great college football season. Yeah. But when you're wearing the scarlet and gray, man, everybody expects you to go out there and win every week. And I understand that because of when you look at what happens in the offseason, you look at these four or five-star guys, sure. and a lot of these guys are going to be playing in the NFL. Uh, when they come out and they lay eggs, um, kind of like the way they have this year, supposed to be the Purdue game, and really, you know, got by, especially in the Nebraska game and other games like that, it's been a disappointment. Minnesota, Indiana. Yeah, all that stuff, man. You just haven't looked like you are worthy of being a national championship caliber team all year long. There's been pockets of it, but it hasn't been consistent enough. No, no, it really hasn't. And, um, you know, that's what I think a lot of Ohio State fans, Matty, here in this town and who are listening nationally and watching this team nationally is thinking to themselves, like, this team better get going because their, uh, their time is really, you know, wrapping down at the end of the season. And you have a team right now who is feasting on the soul of you know babies uh, up north that's about three hours away yeah. that's licking its chops yep. to come in here the in dire weeks. wolves are coming yeah yeah they are so you better prepare yourself for that game and not to look past maryland either uh but let me tell you about our friends at sling tv maddie you don't want to watch the game you need to watch the game are you sick and tired of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win well sling tv is the best way to watch college football for 30 dollars a month you can get espn pac 12 sec big 10 and more stream it on your big screen and all of your favorite devices sling tv gives you live TV that you love, except only better. There are no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Go to Sling TV and check our guys out. You are Locked On Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. All right, we got a couple minutes here uh, before we get out of here. Wanted to bring this up because, as well as Dwayne has been pl- playing all year long, the Heisman stuff's not looking I too know. good. I know. I right just now. saw it yesterday. Um, just checked in on it. His odds went from fourteen to one before the weekend, all the way down to a hundred one, <sighs> which ties him with UCS McKenzie Milton uh, for the lowest among players listed with odds right now. So look, I mean. When you go out and you don't ball out against Michigan State, they got a really good defense. Mm-hmm. So you see how Tua hasn't had any resistance all no. year long. Um, Kyler Murray's been killing it. He's at five to one. Tua's at two to nine right now. His mm. odds: Wilger at seven to one. And how about Shea Patterson coming in at twenty uh, to one? So you got a pair of Clemson Tigers as well. Looks like Trevor Lawrence, Travis uh, Etienne, twenty-five to one. Washington State's Gardner Minshew with that amazing mustache at fifty to one. So look, we—I was very confident that he would find himself. Uh, going to New York now. Me these too. could change. Yeah. There's two more games, and then he comes out and for some possibly reason. Possibly three? He, right, possibly three. He lights up Michigan, which I don't think is going to happen because I got great respect for their defense. Not that he's not a good player. We know that he's a really good player, but I think their defense isn't going to allow too much to happen. Um, it's not over. It just doesn't feel good that he's going to be a representative as one of the three or five or how many they invite to New York this year. No, it doesn't. And, uh, you know, you look at this weekend's game against Maryland. Uh, this is a game for me, Maddie. I know that Urban talked about highly about their defense, you know, that they're top 20 in the country. But come on, you know, it's it's Maryland. Right. You know, they're bottom um, of the they, barrel. They just got beat by Indiana. Uh, so for me, this is a guy who's going to be highly motivated. We saw the same thing with Mike Weber last weekend against Michigan State, a Michigan guy uh, who had a nice little homecoming. He rushed 
rush for 100 plus yards against that defense, you know, that's pretty strong. And so when you look at a guy like Dwayne Haskins, he's going back to his old stomping grounds. It's a team, like I said, with everything still left to play for, even though it may look like it's not going to trend that way for Ohio State. This is still a team with everything left in their hip pocket. You go out, you win this game against Maryland, you go out and you beat Michigan. You only could know what could happen. I mean, this is why we watch college football every week. No doubt. Madness can ensue. So I don't think Dwayne is going to win the Heisman Trophy, but there's still opportunities, you know, for him to go out there and put together a hell of a tape and uh, give that to pro scouts at the end of the year. You go into Maryland, uh, like I said, nice homecoming game for him. And then this is a guy who's played big time, Maddie, in all the big games for Ohio State this year. Uh, This is a guy who hasn't shied away from the spotlight. You look at the second half of that Penn State game. Mm -hmm. I thought he played great. You look at that TCU game earlier on in the year. Now I know that they're a mess right now. Uh, But at the time, that was a game that was really juiced up and keyed up. And Dwayne Haskins played really well in it. So he's got two opportunities now uh, right in front of him to kind of get his way back into New York. But yeah, man, Tua is just... On an, he's Ridiculous. on another planet. He's on a whole you know, other planet. He's just—he's—he's he's a crazy person right now. All right, we got to get out of here for today. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully with a just none of this BS going on anymore. But you never know. With the way this thing's starting to snowball, it seems like we're going to have to deal with this stuff um, for a not a long time, but at least for a couple more about months. That here. on the eve of Michigan week too, like all this comes no, out. Well, you, who knows what's going to happen next week? Of course. Who knows what's going to happen next week? We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Locked On Buckeyes podcast.